Welcome to the Benzo Rehab Dungeon, episode 60. It is October 1st, 2021. I am your host, Michael Debs. Joining me, as always, potential baby strangler, Denko Suvin, from the Instagram handle, at DenkDeluz. Also joining me is uh, John, the producer, stand-up guy. John, how are you doing? Uh, I think I am, in fact, cursed. Mm. Uh, yeah <laughs> topical oh, i right. guess <laughs> yeah. is it because you had sex with the devil and or a woman that had sex with the devil uh no mostly uh mostly just because uh i i, I uh seem to uh always find myself uh knee deep in garbage and shit uh, and i constantly smell of piss so i must be uh okay i must be a uh, curse yeah. there you go that sounds right yeah yeah completely um, incontinent yeah so so the uh the fourth voice there which i uh haven't introduced yet is uh our witch expert uh ada uh from the instagram handle uh satanic pixie dream girl is that what is that, that's correct yeah got it nailed it that was by memory um so uh she she is our witch expert uh who will be um guiding us through a uh i don't know what, what do you what do you call it like a, a black sabbath uh of history no <laughs> no <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm just gonna talk to you about some stuff <laughs> cool um that's probably not her art uh so i would be careful of what we're clicking on yeah john john decided to google satanic pixie dream girl uh dorian dinko how are you doing man i don't want to be here oh. but i never want to be here Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm doing good, dude. I have a little tumbly ache because yeah. I had beer and too many French fries. Ah, yeah. Uh, otherwise, uh, I'm on the East Coast because I had to wrangle this person. Yes. Uh, so and while because Ada I is wanted our... my poop to smell like lobster. Right. Um, well, while while Ada is our witch expert, you are our senior field correspondent for witches. Yeah. Some of this seems correct. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting big, like witch hunt vibes from this. Mm-hmm. Am no, I gonna get not here. No, no, no. Not, not literally. There's gonna be a few yeah. more yeah. comments, but oh god, I love that. We're not gonna like no. uh, accuse you of like Russian conspiracy or anything. Okay. Um, um, Mike, how are you? Have you been using any? Uh, I don't know, like. Stimulants. Abortion drugs recently? Oh, abortion drugs. <laughs> I don't Have know. you been putting a little bit too much time on your steaks? Um, Fancy makes you fancy. Okay. This, uh, this seems Have you like, like a series of questions I can't escape from. If I strap some logs uh, to you, which okay. uh, it's possible. How about rocks? What if I tie your right hand to your left ankle and your left hand to your right ankle and threw you off of a boat. What do the words more weight mean to you? 
He's a witch. He's a witch. Yeah, it's all right. Shut it down, John. Shut it down. He's a witch. Okay. Uh, so yeah, the, the topic <laughs> of tonight's discussion is uh, witches. Um, witches. Which which is which is what which is dude? Come on, man! Don't don't do some <laughs> avid and sell who's on which is on first right now. Um, I guess I'm gonna start working on a meme again. Yeah, please do. <laughs> this is going so well. I'm so glad I decided really to do is. this. Uh, Ada, would is there some kind of way that you would like to maybe kick this off and introduce us to the topic of uh, witches? Sure. So my expertise is New England. Like I said, I live in Maine. Um, I'm a New England bitch. Come find me. Try to kill me. Fine. It's impossible. Uh, correct. I made a pact with Satan himself. Okay. Uh, anywho, so when the settlers first came to England, they were coming here to practice religion from Calvinism, suspect uh, of Christianity that functions. More or less on the belief that, like, God is predestination, essentially. So God already decided before he even created the first inkling of the universe that, like, who was saved, who saved. And so people were practicing this religion that hinged on predestination, um, which sowed a lot of paranoia. So it's like people were always looking for signs that if, if people were cursed or, or, or damned or whatever, and those signs typically were things like alcoholism being disabled, being poor. Man, I'm three for three so far. Oh, my. Oh, shit. (laughs) No, I I mean, all of the things that you can imagine, and, you know, you can sort of trace it to current American culture that, that, like, deep-seated hate of the poor. It was just, like, stoned into American culture from the get-go. So the Puritans endured a particularly harsh winter. They... Didn't, they were in a new place. They were fucking scared of the woods. They were scared of the indigenous people. Um, and so they were having low food supply. The food that they were eating had been rotten. So there's all this like sort of mold that some people believe was like making them strip their fucking faces off and have all these visions. Right. There's like European uh, precedent for that with like ergot yeah, poisoning. Yes, ergot poisoning yeah. mold. And also, they were using a lot of wood, like eating utensils. They had fashioned eating utensils out of wood and wood wood rocks. Right. It exudes toxins that can make you fucked up, essentially. And so, all of this leads to, in the 1600s, this like mass hysteria. People, I mean, people are hallucinating, there's people jealous of each other's land so they're making accusations because of that but the keystone really is um a girl named mercy lewis who is from falmouth maine yay uh it's like 10 minutes from where i live so she goes down to massachusetts after witnessing her entire family be murdered brutally by the indigenous people that they were like battling with over land. Um, so they were trying to colonize this land, and the natives were like, "Get fucked!" And it wasn't great. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't great for them. Uh, and so she's severely traumatized. Goes to live with some relative who was definitely like molesting her. Like, there's no fucking way she wasn't. He was like this weird old man she had went to live with. You know, there was some shit going down. Oh yeah. And so here's this like severely traumatized girl who starts pointing all these fingers, you know, when she's having fits and shit. 
because she's that calm of brain. Making the only black woman around. Yeah, she's like, but I must be her. Fuck you, kids, kids, whatever. She speaks English that well, and everyone will believe me. So she blames Tichuba, and that is like the spark of the witch hysteria in Salem. And then, as you all know, it all was downhill from there, and a bunch of crazy shit happened, but. Um, there's also figures like Cotton Mather who are publishing things like Wonders of the Invisible World, uh, talking about how to spot a witch and um, things like spectral evidence, which is like <laughs> the fucking craziest part of it to me is like, if you close your eyes and you imagine that there's a witch around you, there's a witch! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like totally fucking bananas. Um but that is like the beginning of it. And that's like the bullet points. Right. Yeah. So, so I think it's one of the things that you pointed out was that, uh, you know, we've got these early colonizers and they're practicing Calvinism, um, specifically. Uh, and, and, you know, a lot of what gets taught in schools is that, uh, early settlers were coming over here to escape like religious persecution, so to speak. And really what they were doing is they were like the most extreme religious elements. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> that were coming over here. Well, they, uh, they, they got kicked out of like four four other countries, didn't they? Yeah, they, they, were, they yeah. were struggling in Europe because they were so extreme that everyone was like, dude, you need to fucking chill out. And they're like, all right, we're going to go to America. <laughs> Um, well, it's like in the U.S. where people are talking about like uh, religious persecution because they're the most like religiously fervent and bizarre, of and right. so everyone's just like, "Hey, chill out," yeah. because you know this is this is stuff that before this, I mean, it's the first in the U.S. ultimately, but it's something that's been going on for you know maybe seven hundred years. Uh, like we have the Torshiker of uh, massacres, we have Moravia, we have all sorts of different uh, slaughterings of witches and all of these different uh, accusations that occur. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Salem isn't even like the first occurrence of witch trials in, in the uh Oh, no, it Americas. was happening in Europe. Hmm. You know, well, no, no, I mean, I mean, not, not even the first case in America. There's actually a series. What was the first case in America? Uh, it was it was someplace in Connecticut. I, I did some ex, oh. extra reading on this because okay. I'm like that. But uh, there were there were actually so the Salem witch trials happened in like 1692, I believe, is when they started. Yeah, 1692 is when they started. Yeah, they and, went. Uh, well. There were there were some uh, trials in Connecticut in like the 1640s, late 1640s, or something like that. Um, so this, this is actually a practice that starts over in England and like the, the early 1600s, obviously it bleeds well, over no, into the th Americas. This, no, this is, this is something that begins. I mean, if we don't want to be like total fucking nerds about it and say that it started in like 500 BCE, well, yeah, right, right. um, with it, it ultimately these probably started in like 1480s in the, the Tudor period. Yeah, yeah. Well, in Germany. So a True, lot of yeah. Cotton Mather's belief system was based on the Malleus Malficarum, which was published in the late post of Germany by Kramer and Springer in Sayer, Germany. Yeah. And the largest witch burning in history happened in Würzburg, Germany. Right. Oh. And and that's kind of where, where it spreads to the Americas from is um, King James I is in Denmark and witnesses witch trials. And he's like, oh, fuck, witches are a problem. Goes back to Scotland. <laughs> Uh, 
He's the one that mm-hmm. writes the uh, Malium Maleficarus, correct? Maleficarus. No, no, no. Um, Kramer and Springer. Oh. They were two German guys. And okay. Kramer's story is hysterical. It's extremely no, uh, funny. King James writes demonology. That's right. Demonology is King James, yeah. Right. So he kind of brings it into England in that way, and then it spreads from England to the Americas uh, by way of colonization. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a long history of witch trials and it's, you know, you, you brought up the, uh, the evidence that they were using and it's, it's funny because you, you gave me a bunch of links on this and we were talking a little bit before we started, uh, the recording, but, um, the, you know, there's, there's all these like, uh, intellectuals who are like kind of fighting back against the way that these witch trials are being held and it's not because it's like oh dude what you're doing is like horrible and abusive and like evil it's like no you're being illogical this is the correct way to prosecute a witch or like find evidence of a witch yeah i mean it's like the libertarian (laughs) argument right but but also also keeping in mind that uh, like during the period of sorting all this out in the states we have like Hobbes's leviathan it's published in 1651 uh and so now this is just the calvin and hobbes episode um (laughs) but you know but and and, and, you know the the predestination that's present inside of calvinism is obviously extremely important and we should probably get into that later but one of the things that hobbes ends up mentioning at some point is that even if witches don't exist and he doesn't think that they do they're still a useful thing to uh, decide exists because it helps the social cohesion so I think sure. it would be safe to say, especially because most of the witch panic ends up coming actually from the uh, the literate classes, and then we end up using or we they end up using the illiterate classes in order to like actually get the shit done. That many of these people, in fact, knew that witches didn't exist at all and simply saw it as a way to keep order. Uh, or even better, uh, which is there's more historical precedent for this. But to simply steal other people's property or to take property from people that didn't uh, deserve it, uh, like women. Uh, I would take this opportunity to talk mm. about Rebecca Nurse mm. because yeah. Rebecca Nurse was one of the accused who was prosecuted and hanged. Um, because she's hanged anyway. Uh, so she was this woman. She was like a sweet old lady who everybody loved. Mm. She was adored by the community she's a widower right yeah or widow she was a widow and she owned a beautiful state which you can visit again there's massachusetts um i once saw a hawk of the story to snake there it was terrifying and i was like i need to leave this place this is a moment but now she's a witch all of that yeah then i became a witch (laughs) that's what did it um but all of that aside she owned this beautiful estate and a lot of people didn't believe that she shouldn't be able to own that property simply because her husband died. And so one thing leads to another and she gets to use a bush craft. So yeah. she goes from being, you know, a beloved member of the community to an accused witch. And it's all essentially because people want to have a bit more over her land. So, and that's common. Mm-hmm. And um, I think Giles Corey as well. Was so. so his wife, he didn't, oh, like he didn't like his wife. His wife was accused. He didn't do anything <laughs> to help her. He was just sort of like a this nagging bitch, whatever. She gone. And then, <laughs> you know, the tables turned on him and he ended up getting pressed to death. And some people will argue it's because like he didn't fight it because he felt guilt over the way that he treated his wife. But I mm. just think he was an asshole. Right. And he was not Pollock and he was like, fuck it. Um, 
personally, but you know, it, that was very common through line and they were much trials and it would trials beyond that as well. But, but yeah, no, I, I think that's actually like the, the prime reason for it ultimately is seizure land. Oh, I don't um, know about that. I think it's hate no. of women. <laughs> well, no, I, I think the reason that that hate of women and that desire to control them has to do with the guild system and like the 1500s ultimately and producing a hatred towards women because they want to like manage their capital. Um, yeah, I mean, if you so, control women, you control society. And right. Then, um, um, especially after like the Black Flag comes through and suddenly you have a drop in population, so you need to increase population, so you can force female labor to do female labor. And there's a shift um, from like feudalism to capitalism. I mean, it's yeah. like what Federici wrote about right. in right. Um, um, But But keep, keeping in mind that one good, I think, argument for this being about the movement of like large amounts of pre-existing capital would be that so the Salem trials happen in 1692 or about or start uh, the Torshiker uh, uh, witch trials began in 1675 or something like that and 19 people I think died in the Salem witch trials whereas in 75 people died in Torshiker uh, and so we're talking about like a very limited space of time between them and we're talking about significantly more dying in mainland Europe and I would say that one of the reasons for that and that, that's 70 that's like 70 people in a single day yeah um but um and 65 of them were women so like definitely has to do with you know women but but I would say that because of the fact that they had like a more stabilized economy and more people had money that people wanted to move around um you know it's gonna be a lot more fertile there that and you know probably population well, well, it was also, you know, the the witch trials themselves were a business. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, Matthew absolutely. Hopkins back in England, you know, was running around making shitloads of money off of prosecuting witches. I'm sure. Similar, I'm well, yeah. And I was going to say, I'm, I'm sure certain things ha happen similarly in, in the Americas. I, I didn't get it too much in the Cotton Mather. Right. Um, the, uh, the, like, the, uh, what, what, so was it like, like uh turning into a trade like was yeah. the yeah so like, mean, people, people were apprenticing as uh witch prosecutors kind of but it was like, like a freelance witch prosecutor thing yeah. too at oh. a certain point so during the uh the tria trials in like the late 1500s um there were like a thousand dead uh and like 30 percent of that is nobility so like uh which sounds like less uh then but you know when we're talking about a space of like you know, 10% nobility, like that's huge. Um, but um, this is the, why we got that was almost 10 billionaires. Go ahead. Right. Sorry. But that, that <laughs> was almost entirely about asset seizure. But one of the rules that was part of the TIA uh, trials was that they're not the rules, but like one of the things that would occur. Excuse me. And uh, I die uh, from witches. Yeah, from curses. Cursed. Like I said, we're cursed. Did, did you drink right. something oh, what, she but, gave you? Yes. Okay. A lot of it. Um, yeah. But anyway, so so in Tlia, um, they had essentially a deal going where when you accuse someone of being a witch and they were found found as a witch, which is all it's, uh, you end up getting some some portion of their property, uh, and so that became this ongoing thing. And the church would would give you a bounty on top of that. Yeah. And oh, wow. so one day, what ended up happening is the church. I forget exactly when i feel like the Tlia trials went on for a long time uh, especially with how many dead there were but they ended up saying actually 
we're not going to give a bounty for that anymore. And suddenly they stop. Yeah. They just stop. Uh, so you can still have asset <laughs> seizure and stuff like that, but just, just removing the bounty caused them to like come to a threat call. I was going to eventually bring that up because it, yeah, that's exactly I mean, it's what's the happening. Same shit. It's the same yeah. shit, just in a different fucking cloak, yep. you know? Yeah, no, I was going to say, it uh, sounds like the hellscape that I live in. Yeah, yeah. it's almost <laughs> as if like every time there's a major pandemic and we need to force women to breathe more, uh, we try to enslave them with some kind of bounty system under capitalism. I mean, we have more Crazy than half problem. a million... Uh, uh, Americans to replace. Yeah. Those, those could have been good soldiers and or service workers, you know? I was just going to say, half a million waiters and soldiers. Yeah. Uh, oh all we have in this country. John, it, it actually falls to you, John, in the circumstances, oh. since, since this is like a repetition of previous uh, history. Uh, you now have to write rebuttals to the way that these uh, anti-abortion laws are being enforced, but not in in favor of the women, uh, just in favor of like, dude, you're not being logical about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not feelings. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's no, not I, feelings. I, I, actually, I think somebody already uh, has a lawsuit. Uh, I'm sure who, they do. But, but they're but they're they're they are a uh, they're they're they are anti-abortion, but they're just suing because it's not logical yeah. to, <laughs> I mean, to abortion but it's not control women's do, bodies yeah. in this way i think there's already a lawsuit somebody well, initiated I mean, tommy loren got fired from the blaze when she said she was pro-choice because she didn't believe that the government should be able to tell women what to do which is ideologically consistent with libertarianism but that's not what they wanted from her can you believe she yeah. At some one point, like we yeah. just totally forgot. I like love to talk about this because I'm just like, this is what happens when you fucking align yourself with the oppressor and you're still a woman. Right. Like they're still gonna right. fire you when you are ideologically consistent in a way that they don't like. Yeah. Yeah. So, so something something that might be interesting to think about when we're because you you just uh you just brought in Texas, but but you know, you brought up Federici before, which is one of the main like sources ultimately in my own knowing about uh the witch trials and and so i ended up hearing her give a brief talk about this a while back but ultimately there's this this interesting uh observation where you know capitalism i think most of us agree here not awesome what do you mean hot take Okay. I'm a, I'm okay, a maybe 75%. I'm a reformist. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a reformist. Yeah. yeah. So so capitalism could be better. Uh, but uh, but one of one of the really interesting phenomena that you see is you see this explosion uh, of these witch trials that really end up occurring during this transitional period between feudalism and uh, capitalism. Not necessarily in the pure version of either one. Though there are accusations and versions of belief in either one pre and post. Um, but one of the thoughts that I've heard her throw around is that we've moved into a micro feudalism that we don't usually talk about here. So, usually when we talk about like contemporary feudalisms, we're talking about things like WeWork, right? Or Amazon uh, or these company towns. But really, the micro feudalism that I've heard her talk about is the production of the like nuclear family. Mm -hmm. where you have this expectation where 
the woman breeds, uh, the man works, the babies are made, and then that same fort feeds itself down the line. Um, and well, trying well, to escape I mean, from the nuclear family is one of the things that like contemporary American politics, or at least like 90s to 2000s American politics, has been extremely concerned with, right? Managing that type of witch trial, which is why it's not actually, it may seem hyperbolic to some people to say that things like the abortion laws in Texas are witch trials, but they are literally mm-hmm. the same thing on the guys. They're the descendant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I hate to use this phrase because I hate that, like... The descendant of the witches. Yeah, sort of like, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That you said, but, like, I, I yes. would not invoke that phrase, but... Yeah. It, I but mean, it's true it's here. True. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So, can, 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 uh... I'd like to add something about uh, uh, how uh, uh, Texas works, uh, which, and of course, I want to hear about Texas, man. Uh, We're people done. people We're correct done. me if uh, if I'm wrong. Uh, uh, I'm not sure what kind of judge would take these court cases where you sue somebody for facilitating an abortion or whatever. But if it's a justice of the peace, which sure the majority of our justices of the peace uh, are uh, have. Uh, lawyer degrees they uh, went to law school but it is not a requirement to have a law degree to be elected as a justice of the peace right if yeah. you're rich though you can keep kicking it up so i mean you can you can what <laughs> that you can keep kicking it up if you're rich you get, oh yeah actually you can I, be I, a Supreme court if you have the money to do it i think i think they just have like like here they just have to take like a semester of like law school yeah, 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 yeah. Like or like a class or two. Not if even you're like trying to get semester. to the Supreme Court, you probably have to rape somebody too. Yeah, I will yeah. just throw yeah. that out there. Yeah, yeah, that does seem like yeah. a requirement. Be ready for that, yeah. listeners. Well, that's also that's also something that, that that happens pretty frequently when it comes to cases that are trying to get to the Supreme Court, which is one reason that they kind of they surprise a lot of people, which is that <laughs> not what surprise rape no. Um, is there any other comment? No. Well, yes, but no, I'm not going to do this. Um, yeah. but, uh, but the um, with with a lot of Supreme Court cases, what actually occurs is there are lawyers that start cases at like lower courts and then fuck them up on purpose. Yeah. Uh, and so once you fail that, you can uh, appeal it in a higher court and you continue kicking it up. And so... Oftentimes you'll see these lower court cases where it's like, what an asinine thing this person tried to do. And then they kick it up and then eventually it becomes justified as a Supreme Court case. And then some fucking nutcase who just has the money to keep having these these trials is able to bring something to court. Um, well, that's that's literally how yeah. this this Texas thing passed was yeah. nobody, nobody in the court system, which, again, is a failure of the court system. Um, but nobody in the court system could like figure out who exactly should oversee it. So it just went through as yeah. like, dumb, of course, but obviously. Which is interesting in the context of something like this down, which Charles, like if you're making that comparison, because literally somebody pointed the finger and a body was in a fucking jail cell. Right. Right. You know, yeah. there was no, there was no bureaucracy. There was like this board of magistrates and um, a few of whom you can go to like their houses and in Salem and you can go to like their graves and whatnot. So, you know, who just oversaw all of this nonsense based on like weird doctrines that like Cotton Mather, who was a fucking 
fucking insane person. Like he was a crazy man. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, he was just fully off his rocker. And a lot of people were like, that guy's just crazy. Yeah. But then suddenly they were like, this motherfucker's spitting, <laughs> yeah. you know, when he's talking about spectral evidence and writing fucking wonders of the invisible world. Yeah. Suddenly he had all this clout and he was like doing all these weird experiments with like people's skulls and right. shit and like one of one of my favorite oh, things about nice. spectral evidence, and I, I forget which trial this was. I think this is, I think this is one of the late European ones, but I, I don't remember. But there was a, uh, I talked about this in the Bringing Down the Grindhouse episodes. So I think it was the first one that we ended up doing on witchcraft. But the there was a priest that he was using spectral evidence, and uh, as was kind of, I guess, tradition. You would ask children about it, where it's like, who has the sign of the devil floating upon their head or whatever the fuck? Like, close your eyes and imagine. Um, and so these children were just accusing random people until one day these two kids ended up accusing, like, the priest's wife. And then suddenly these kids were found with their throat slashed in a gutter. Um, so, Which is I what mean, you should do with all children. That's just the yeah. thing that happens <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. With, with this shit. I mean, it's really just the mob, right? It's, it's a protect, it's a weird, like a weird protection racket where you just like murder anyone that like disrespects you. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah another another um, thing I was gonna bring up is kind of like uh, uh, analog or parallel to the the Texas thing now and and witch trials mm-hmm. of the past is what's happening in Texas now is basically everybody has been turned into a bounty hunter if they so choose to be. And that's exactly what, what happened in Europe and England uh, to kind of allow these abuses to start in the first place um, where you have, you know, Matthew Hopkins is using like torture methods in order to like secure uh, confessions and then in uh, the Americas you have pretty much the same thing going on where it's like okay we're going to beat you a bunch until you say yes or no to being a witch but when you say no to being a witch we're just going to beat you more or whatever um, and, and these aren't people who are like ordained to do any of this they're just people who were like craven enough to start the practice and it was unopposed because there was the the legal uh, uh ability to to become this kind of person essentially it was allowed by law uh to to become yeah. a freelance yeah. witch hunter and the part of the justification for allowing anyone to be a witch hunter comes from this kind of calvinist belief that uh everything that happens inside of god's kingdom is justified by god's kingdom right yeah. And so, so long as something is happening, it's happening because it has to. And the only reason that witches exist is because someone ended up making a deal with someone who otherwise has no power outside of God's system and drew in some kind of mistake. Right. Uh, and so every individual person who's part of God's kingdom can infallibly accuse people. And so that that's it's it's very similar to the belief where it's like, no, man, climate change isn't real because God has control of all of the weather and the climate, and he's going to make sure that the world ends when it needs to. Um, and anyone that disagrees and says that God's kingdom is imperfect is a fucking piece of shit. Is a heretic. Right, is a heretic, yeah, right. Uh, again, on that uh, Bring Down the Grindhouse episode, we talked a bit about the etymology, the difference between heretics 
uh, pagans and uh, and heathens, which is interesting. Um, but uh, I guess probably not necessary here. But they all have to do with like different like uh, levels of imperfection against like this larger uh, decision that God is present. Everything, right? Well, yeah, um, no, no. I, I think it might be a little bit useful to get into that because, um, hmm. and, and this is going off of my understanding of it, uh, just as somebody who was involved in religion for a long time. But you know, a, a pagan is somebody who believes in a different set of gods, but maybe they haven't heard the gospel or they're there. There's no expectation that they would have been raised goodly and Christianly. Uh, so, so they're pagans well, because pagan, of that. paganism was just a word that was invented by the Arturian monarchy because it was just people of the old religion, right. like, yeah. of, of the belief system that existed before Christianization. Yeah, it means it essentially just means one who does not believe an unbaptized right. person. Yeah. Right. Essentially, right. Is what it came to. But, um, but like a heretic is somebody who's received the blessing of God, the salvation, and rejected, yeah. And, yeah, and rejected it. Yeah. So, so a heretic points out a problem or what they perceive to be a problem. So speaks against the faith after receiving the faith. Um, a, a heathen is someone who lives in the forest right outside the town. Yeah. Right? And so there's someone that has had some exposure but resists it. And a pagan is someone who is totally unbaptized and doesn't necessarily have the option to be. Right. Um, so those are the three like uh, levels of uh, of heathenism, uh, uh, paganism, whatever. Um, but uh, but yeah, and, and all of this has to do with this idea that you know creation is is perfect and and like it's non qualitative, right? that everything is absolute um, and necessarily ends up functioning uh, the way that it necessarily needs to, which is, of course, tautology. But the the irony in that is that the more that this has to exist inside of the real world, the more it needs to become qualitative and begins to like produce gradients. And so suddenly we have like a gradient system like those terms, or we end up sneaking in little things like, well, okay, but the devil can make bad things happen, but it's only because someone who's perfect ends up agreeing with the devil. And then this fascinating thing, because of course the problem with that is like, well, if God's creation is perfect, then how can someone agree with the devil or like fall for one of his tricks, right? Is this in- incredible Protestant like like acrobatics. Um, it's one of my favorite things in the world, which is that in if you're elect, if you are someone that's going to heaven, mm-hmm. it's because you were always destined to go to heaven. It's just, you're, it's predestined, you're going to heaven. If you're going to hell, that's not necessarily predestined. So it's abandoned. It's, it's, it's abandoned versus election. Everyone is chosen, except for those that aren't. And the only reason the people that aren't chosen aren't chosen is because they abandoned God. Right. They, they but it's not necessarily you. by their own choice. <laughs> <laughs> it's this bizarre breakage. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's really fantastic. There's actually like beautiful tracts written about this that like get so close to making sense of it. You're like, oh, fuck. It almost seems right. But then you just realize, no, I just have like the I smoke too much weed brain loop thing going on right now. Um, yeah, it rules. I love it. Uh, maybe switching gears a little bit. Uh, yeah, whatever. Ada, you you had me watch. Well, you didn't have me watch. I 
I asked you for tied you to materials. a chair. Yeah, you tied me to a chair. You uh, stuck a snake in my face and threatened to kill me if I didn't. Uh, We're trying to put a snake a on snake. either eye. Yeah, it was a snake. <laughs> hey, hey, wink, wink. Nobody can see you winking because you're not on video. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was just made of made of flexible silicone. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you maybe you maybe watched two movies, uh, and I'm gonna say you made me because you bewitched me uh, into watching them. I guess. <laughs> me a little too much credit here. No, um, I, I try to try to do whatever research the guests on here uh, assault me with. Uh, but one of them was uh, the craft, and the other one was the the witch. Um, mm-hmm. I can tell you which you mean one the I prefer. The bitch, yes, the bitch. I can tell you which one I prefer, but uh, I'm curious it's to see. Design. It's not a craft. <laughs> the witch is way better, dude. Come on. No. The witch is objectively better. Thank you. That's objective. There's no I way. I like the craft. I mean, the craft is the craft. I mean, it's fucking iconic. But the witch is a better movie. Hereditary still my witch. I mean, that's. Anyways. Unsolicited opinions from Dinko's side. Um, would you like to maybe go over? I don't know, either the craft or the or the vitch, uh, whichever one you. Yeah. Oh, that's so different. So I have you watched The Witch because I think it's an interesting um, example of the like paranoia and like weird gaslighting that happened during that time right. um, by women. And I was going to bring up earlier the text I had sent that was like the transcripts of the court cases where you have these women who are being interviewed and they're asked the same question again and again and again. And then suddenly they're like, yes, yes, I'm a witch. Or yes, she, she did do this to me. And it's like, there's no context right. in the interview because you can't see like this person's being tortured this person's being beaten this person's being stripped naked and forced to do like god knows what right so they're just like breaking at a certain point um and i feel like the witch is a good example of that and in a certain respect where you have this girl who's sort of you know there she just can't fucking win she's used as as a sexual object by her brother and also kind of by her father she's viewed as a sexual competitor by her mother the whole family is shunned by their community. So they're like alone in the fucking woods. And um, so she becomes the lightning rod for all of this paranoia. And in the end of it, when it turns out that yes, Black Philip is the fucking devil, he is going to, you know, deliver you from this. She's just like, yeah, yes, please, just like take me away. Anything, delicious anything to escape this hellish nightmare that she's living. And so it's sort of like, that's essentially what was happening to these women. Yeah, and, they were, and it's interesting. They would just say anything to escape it. It's interesting to note that the reason that um, I don't think the the family surname is ever brought up, is it? Uh, I don't think so. Well. Yeah, so. the reason that the family in the movie is like cast out of the plantation is because they're like maybe too Christian for for the rest of the group. Yeah, the father <laughs> is, is, is severely. Far outside of the realm of belief that the rest yeah. of the, you know, exists in this orbit that is completely outside of the realm of belief that the, the community is comfortable with. Mm-hmm. But it's because he's an old creep, I think. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, no, I, I believe I, that it is. Has true like weird extent. sexual desires for his daughter and like, 
know, that they're... So well, to be fair, his, his daughter is Anya Joy Taylor or Taylor Joy or whatever. I know, it's not a crush driver. She's potty, but... <laughs> regardless, she's also like 15 in that movie. Yeah, no, that's uh, not <laughs> what I was at. You're, you're both Anyways. going to jail? <laughs> Neither of us are going to jail. What's that? Why does live deliciously? What's that? Yeah, kind of. Um, or, uh, sorry, oh, listener, well, for the spoilers for a uh, six-year-old movie. By the way, if you haven't watched it, it was actually the first time I watched it. I kind of wrote it off because I don't know. It just didn't seem like my experience of that movie was watching it. Um, I was sort of like the only way I'd be afraid of these things is if I was afraid of women. Yeah, yeah no, I, I didn't like see it as a horror of film. At all. Movies made by men. A lot of movies made about witches um, that are made by men. I'm like, oh. You're great for them. That's fine. All right. Uh, so would, would you like to maybe get into the uh, the craft then? The craft for me is more um, <laughs> class warfare. For sure. Yeah. So much of that movie is about class warfare in a way it did not intend to be about class warfare. I no, think. I, I think it was probably accidental. Yeah. There, there, you did warn me about the uh, the casual racism. And, oh god and, and oh, i like to, and i mean it's not really casual i don't know why i said it was casual yeah um, you, you said it was casual and then i was taken quite aback when uh one of the characters says uh uh well i mean they they call the the black gal a uh, negroid um and i was like oh yeah ooh, that just hit me right on the fucking ears um, yeah it, it, it was crazy because i i watched this uh when i was a kid and uh yeah. and i liked it because i like fantasy because you but, like racism um, that's fine yeah no also yeah, true. It, fantasy it, uh, racism yeah it uh <laughs> oh, I, I, are so tall like uh, actually you know what uh uh about the uh, black character in the craft uh i would say that uh uh she aligns with her oppressors uh she does. I guess we're, she does. yeah i guess we're, we we're talking about that before we started recording weren't we yeah. about people yeah okay she sort of she the interesting thing to me about her character is that when she curses the girl who's racist against her so it's sort of like okay this person is obviously egregiously racist it's gross you know and she deserves a little bit of a curse and then the character Rochelle who is the victim ends up feeling sorry for the thing that she does because they make fun of her hair and so she makes this character lose her hair and she's in the locker room and she's like oh maybe i've gone too far and it's like bitch no you didn't yeah. <laughs> like you know every time i watch that i'm just like oh this is just a white person making this scene being like oh but she's not all bad right <laughs> you know it's yeah. like what the well, fuck like well, like uh, like the, there's this kind of like uh, like weird, gross sexual fantasy that uh, uh, people have about like uh, uh, this like reconciliation moment between fucking like a despicable racist and a person of color. Yeah, that uh, I think gets like put into like a lot of media, a lot yeah, of and um, it movies is. and, and stuff like that. I'm certain that that kind of thing is possible, but like the romanticization of it doesn't fucking help anyone. What'd you guys think of the Green Book? Oh god, yeah. I didn't watch it. Didn't, I didn't, didn't watch it either, but yeah, I know about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it didn't watch it because it was like I don't know, like uh, it's like because uh, my my uh, dad already told me about what it was like being a kid at that time. <laughs> 
it's it's, the, it's like a racist movie, but the white guy's the driver. That was yeah. sixteen years ago. Save, oh. Saving this black man. When like my grandpa was like dragging like eight kids across the country through like weird back back roads and stuff like that. Right. So. God bless the elastic clause, friends. Oh, I mean, actually, genuinely, kind of, but also, like, maybe, yeah, also says. It could have been better, yeah. Oh. I mean, it helped. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, if, 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 if I, if I'm afraid that I'm going to be like ham-handedly pandered to, uh, I don't know. I usually watch a movie. Well, I think you're a beautiful man. Until somebody tells me that it's actually wrong, maybe. What's up? You want to pander me? Beautiful, strong. Well, yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, no, I'll I'll take nice buttock on both ends. How do you get photographs of my buttocks? I don't want to talk about this anymore. (laughs) Anyway, you're real bright. You're very well spoken. My bo- oh man, oh, that was oh. a racist one. Oh, <laughs> oh wow! You didn't want me pandering too, so I decided to pander. This was an experiment. So on the subject of well spoken, oh, pandering. Oh, anyway, okay. back to the craft. Yeah. Yes, okay. back to the craft. <laughs> Woo! <Not better. laughs> All right. Anywho, uh, so the character of Nancy always fascinated me, especially in conjunction with the character of Rochelle. Because there's that great scene where Rochelle is just like, oh, she just wishes she wasn't like trash anymore, but I don't know how to just tell her she's just white. Yeah. Um, you know, because Nancy, when she invokes the power of Manon, which is a fucking insane version of a deity to pick, given that they're not practicing that kind of which it's just like so poorly researched. I don't know. I like love it and I hate it so so fucking deeply. But she's like invokes this power and she's like, why isn't it working for me? Like, you know, Meet Campbell's character loses her birth stars and is suddenly like, hey oh, come and get me, boys. And then uh Rochelle is able to curse her like racist foe and make her lose her hair. And then Nancy's just like, well, when am I gonna get mine? And it's like her mother wins the lottery, so she gets to escape this horrible trailer park poverty that she's experiencing. Right. But once she gets that thing, immediately, because they're poor people and they're dumb and don't know how to handle money, of course. You know, they're just spending money on dumb shit and they buy this apartment that definitely, like, they win like 300 grand or something. And they're in this, it's it's 175 grand. Yeah, it's like not enough money to subsidize the lifestyle that they immediately start living. So, like, there's that mathematical error, but there's also like, I mean, it's just supposed to be an example of like, look at these dumb poor people and how dumb they are with their money as soon as they get it. Ha ha ha. And it's just like, when I say I don't think it was intentionally about class warfare, that's sort of what I'm talking about. Is like the person who wrote and directed this movie obviously was like trying to make some kind of point, but the point that he was making was horribly classist, and I don't think he meant for it to be. No, I you know, and Nancy is a good example of just in general, like not just financially. I mean, once she gets too much power, she just loses control completely. Well, there's also... And it's like the classic problem of women who get too much power or get too much influence. You know, my professor who taught me a bunch of this stuff called it the Thelma and Louise problem. Like whenever a woman becomes too free, she has to die. But for Nancy, she winds up in an insane asylum instead. 
and the character who like passes in society, she's conventionally attracted. She's well off financially, you know, she's she she does some dabbling, but only just enough. She never actually challenges that. She was raised right. Yeah, like she yeah. she sort of passes culturally, you know, and socioeconomically. And so she is the one who is who comes out the winner. Well, she's but also she she's also like the the more powerful one out of them uh, displayed in the movie, right? Like she's yeah. also chosen to be that waiter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a symbol. It's it's money. It's just it's just a different version of money. You know. Yeah. Well, and the other and girls were, were jealous of yeah, jealous of her power, her uh, uh, real world uh, uh, power and influence. It's uh, it's technology of the cell, right? Mm. It's like if this is a Foucauldian movie, ultimately, <laughs> even if we don't want to admit it. Um, like that's that's it. Uh, but uh, anyway, I want to more right now. Going going back to Calvinism, you know, you have the poor person, you have the black person, and you have the physically disabled person, who are all great examples of people who, in Calvinist society, would be considered to be having the mark of damnation on them right and then you have sarah who is you know this prim and proper perfect little student who all the like boys want to fuck but she won't let them you know because she's not like that she's not like nancy she doesn't want sexual desires you know i love that calvinism just has like the gnostic god dragging his ass across the carpet at all times (laughs) 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 way of putting it i feel like shit guys I got tummy rumblies. I gotta okay. say, which tums? Um, yeah, we'll go just First. a little bit further, and, unless you need. I'm to gonna grab some tums. That's my way of saying I'm gonna be right back. Oh, okay. Or she's gonna be right back. Yeah, somebody's gonna be right back. Okay. Uh, We're all I, gonna be right back. Uh, Deeps, I think you have lost control of this podcast. Uh, people are just uh, uh, running off screen, shitting their uh, pants. Oh, oh then that's no, this, is, this is by design, actually. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. This, this is what they call a good show when when people start shitting their yeah, hands. I, I hope I go flat. And, um, <laughs> this is also being recorded, right? Yeah, yeah. That didn't stop. Good. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, gonna go no. flat. <laughs> if you poop on uh, the podcast, I will give you twenty bucks. What if I just do it with my pants right here? You gotta prove it. You gotta prove it. I gotta. I gotta see the yeah. hole. I gotta see it coming out. Yeah, I'll, no, I, I'll I censor the, I, it all. It'll. It'll all be. But the microphone needs to be close this. enough to pick it up, though. Mm-hmm. Guys, I don't know if I'm going to my pills. This happened in my house. I I need to hear every gurgle. Yeah. Um. Every. I mean, I can hurt. So, so John, let's uh Oh yeah, yeah. What are we doing? I'm gonna go. Maybe no, no, you're you're stuck here. Um <laughs> let's go to uh, Harry Potter is a campbellist fantasy. No, stop, please. Talk about witches, come on. Yeah, we're talking about witches. Um let's go to the uh the, the last link on on there. It's the uh, the interview of uh, Vivian Morris uh, with the uh, the Conjure Man. Oh yes, I love that one. Pull that up. Yeah, it's it's pulled up on our screens. Um, if you that want to pull it up. Great. On the Harlem Conjure Man. I love that guy. So many great moments in that. Um, 
Where did you want to start with that? Uh, I think, you know, one of the more interesting notes is that a, lo a lot of this, uh, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? Like apothecarianism sort of stuff. Um, so so this guy is, is what's called a conjure man. And uh, basically he's using like roots and herbs and, and this sort of thing to like explain how you can like cure ailments and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, he goes into. And, and this like is big pharma. Well, well, yeah, actually, in in some ways, yeah, I said it for a reason. I'm not just posting. Well, the listener may not know that because uh, you do a fair bit of shit posting. If Shut up, Mike. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he is kind of fighting big pharma in a way because he he talks about what? how there's certain like cold remedies that are just extracts of, uh, you know, when he says it's just time root. Yeah, it's just time root, right? This first paragraph seems already like kind of crazy. Like, is it like, is this supposed to be like a weird like fantasy or is it supposed to be like. This is uh, a real interview. Yeah, this is a real so, interview. Yeah. So there were in this person's house, their dilapidated shack, there were two bristling German police dogs flanked by a half a dozen like it already sounds crazy yeah like, 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 like he observed like these like i guess like i don't know weird orderly animals but in a hovel of chaos he was just what you would call i mean a witch doctor and there's a great paragraph yeah. favorite paragraph of this whole thing uh, it sounds like the story that uh, uh, Jordan Peterson would make up. Dogs <laughs> <laughs> walking on their hind legs. But it's a real guy who like, roasts white people. It's amazing. <laughs> he says, um, I think it's on page six, uh, most white people don't know how much they depend on herbs. There's been a widely advertised cough medicine in the market for recent years, for example. It's a good medicine, but what it's made from? Extract of time. Before most people ever heard of it, the people in Harlem were buying 10 cents worth of time and making a brew when they got bad cough. It's the same way with Evadrine jelly. That's a popular cure for cold. It's nothing in the world but an extract of mahong, a Chinese herb. In Harlem, they've been using mahong ever since I can remember. You can pay a lot of money for a widely advertised tonic laxative. Most people around Harlem who know about herbs will tell you to get some dandelion root rhubarb, secret bark, and a little mayapple root and make your own. Ten to one, if you go to this homemade remedy, you feel much better. Screw about ephedrine. I've done it. So it's sort of like, I mean, this guy is just like, I mean, cornering the market on holistic health. This is just, he's like Herbalife. Uh, oh, that's it. Yeah. But, but
Uh, you have women who uh, their profession is like a healer or whatever being accused of witchcraft because they're not using like prayer to fix things. They're like, oh, yeah, let me grab this old root, grind it up, boil it into a tea and then give it to you. Um, and I was wondering if maybe you could expand on like the the old uh, uh, traditions of like uh healing women or or healing healer men um and and the accusation of witchcraft associated with that oh danko muted oh. himself so now we can't yeah. hear you yep another woman silence <laughs> another by woman a cis, by a man. cis white man <laughs> <laughs> can you hear me now can't hear you now thank you yes classic um <laughs> i always think about midwives yeah. Yeah, yeah when i think about that stuff because it goes back to what federici talked about with like controlling women control society um if women are able to reproduce successfully Without the aid of society at large or without the aid of men specifically. Right. I mean, obviously, it is what it is. We, you know, that's how we reproduce. But um, midwives are often accused of witchcraft. Right. Yeah. Midwives and midwifery is still a stigmatized business, I think. No, no, no. I, I agree with you because, uh, you know, I've, I've got a friend of mine who, you know, she's currently raising. A child right now but she's decided that you know once that child is more independent she would like to become a, a doula and i think a lot of people hear the term doula and they're like oh that sounds like some fucking like voodoo witchcraft shit and really all it is is just a woman who's like specialized in helping another woman through uh birthing a child and and like knows the ins and outs of like uh medical care or, or the medical system or you know like what is the best practice for you know different scenarios of childbirthing and, and that sort of thing um so so yeah I, I i agree with you completely that that like mid midwifery is still like considered like oh you're a midwife like what what kind of like weird strange activities do you get up to in your your off time uh sort of stuff yeah, there's actually, I don't know if it's, if it's still functioning or not since COVID, but there's a huge midwifery school in Maine, in Maine, it's called Birthwise. Um, they train midwives and doulas here, which I feel like is such peak New England. But, you know, I mean, if women aren't dependent on a system that is run by men, how can we control them and control the means of production? Right. Because women are considered the means of production in this system. No, that is true. And and that's um, why as a Marxist I seek to control the means of production. Uh, you and everybody else, buddy. You and everybody else. <laughs> that's maybe a bad read of Marx. I don't know. I've never I've never been able to read much. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, other things that we could maybe bring up in this discussion. I, I think it's been pretty thorough and pretty good so far. Um, is there is there any particular points that you would like to bring up, uh, Ada? Um, I think that's all I have. Yeah. 
Let me look at my notes. Um, you can write. Yeah. Nobody here can write. <laughs> She's the only Did literate it, person. Did any of you get a chance to look at the play uh, Darker Than Moon? No, I did not. So I that play is really interesting to me because it's more um, focuses on like a male witch. Oh, okay. The lead character is a male witch who and he falls in love with a woman. Uh, her name's Barbara Allen, and of course he gets up to you know the normal activities that witches get up to. But he marries her and. There's all this like hysteria of like witchcraft in the town. And of course, they don't fucking blame him, the actual witch. They blame right. Barbara Allen. And there's this like horrific scene where she's like raped in a church by the preacher because he's like, I'm gonna get the devil out of you by fucking the devil out of you. I don't know what that's not how that works. Yeah, and then they like cast her baby into the fire that she has with this guy, and he just like sort of leaves. He's like, all right, well, that sucks. I'm dipping. Bye. And she dies. And he's just like, no, I'm out. And then he's like, at the end of the play, he's like talking to the moon, which is his like deity. And the moon's just like, wow, that was fucked up, huh? And he's like, yeah, I guess I got to move on. <laughs> and it's sort of about how like any anything bad that happens, the nearest woman is blamed. Right. That sounds terrible. Did I hear a bad reading of Barks before? Oh no! Yeah, I gave a bad <laughs> reading of Marx. Uh, I didn't quite hear it. I was uh, busy dying from a witch's curse, which I will blame on myself. Oh, wow, that's very woke of you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Marx wanted to stop pile uteruses. Bar French fries that were over ordered were her. Mm. Anyway, what? Um. So Ada. <laughs> made the claim Expose that women, women are the means of production and i said yes which is why i seek to control women because they're the means of production um okay yeah so, no, that's pretty that's pretty it's pretty good yeah, that's what i thought <laughs> I feel like they're in the wrong conversation Probably. it's just that the workers should uh, own their own means of production so like you're not a good marxist for taking over women but women would be good marxists for taking over themselves well, I'd never allow a woman to work. It's intersectional. <laughs> it actually, is. Yeah. It's the it's the good version of that. So. Um. Well, cool. <laughs> and we and we gotten we eventually on one of these need to actually talk about like all the shit that happens after Salem and like the slave trade and witchcraft and stuff. I mean, I guess we kind of did that with the Harlem thing, but there's so much there. That, like, this we need an episode for that. Over like a lot. Oh, that yeah. happens in between because yeah. that Harlem was in the 30s. That right. that interview happened in the 30s, and so we went from like the 1690s to yeah. the 1930s. So we, we we skipped like 700 years, and then skipped like 200 years. So. Even just in Appalachia alone, I mean, yeah. without considering the slave trade, which is a huge, yeah. you know, obviously a huge influencing factor in the shape of America in general, but like. Even without considering that in Appalachia alone, there's so much practicing of witchcraft that people just don't call witchcraft. And I think one of the most no, like folklore is, sort of stuff, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's, it's like, like using a divining rod yeah. to be able to find good soil and, and you know, or be able to find where water is in order to plant the proper crops along the riverbank. Pretty much anyone that H.P. Lovecraft was scared of 
so people in Appalachia, women <laughs> and uh, people with darker color skin, including well, the French. You know, uh, one of the things I, I grew up in kind of an agricultural community and a lot of people use the farmer's almanac and the farmer's almanac is all this kind when of shall the moon rise. Michael. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, it's, it's all based off of this kind of like uh, folklore and, and uh, sort of witchcraft sort of uh, stuff. But but what's funny is that, that, you know, we have all these like extremely protestant christian farmers that are like oh yeah no the almanac is pretty much always right so we, we the almanac. <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean i grew up in, in rural maine so technically maine is appalachia we're the tip of, of that we're just the tip of appalachia All right. um the appalachian mountains end here so there's a lot of interesting like south of the north energy here um you know the the farmer's almanac is huge here. Right. And we even had, I mean, we have all of our our own like local publications published it like that too. It's not it's not uncommon for any household where I grew up to have a farmer's almanac, right. but it's also heavily Baptist Christian. I grew up with a grandfather who God love him, he really wished he was Jerry Falwell. Like, you know, I grew up in a severely Baptist influence household so uh i can talk shit about the bible a lot a you're, lot you're i mean i remember being in, in my grandpa's <laughs> yeah. car once not not like a couple of years ago i was in my grandpa's car and he looked at me and he was like you know the bible says thou shalt not suffer a witch to live and i was like what are you saying cool story grandpa, grandpa. <laughs> are you gonna kill me and he was no. just like anyway that's what i believe and i was like cool yeah bye I gotta go. And the more like kind of pointless a lot of these beliefs are to hold on to in contemporary society, the harder people will cling to them. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, we don't believe in witches anymore, but if I fucking beat one, (laughs) I don't know what I'll do. Um, Yeah. So your grandpa did not kill you though, right? You're, You're not like a ghost or anything? No. I mean, she, yeah. she's, she has suffered to live. I'm not a ghost. Yeah. That's true. I didn't hear what she said. Yeah. Learn. She's not a ghost. She's a scanner oh. from the movie Scanners. Yeah. With the heads that explode. Yeah, that's what I said. Don't think I ever watched it. Um, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of. One of, the, one of the links I sent is actually, um, I think it's from the 1700s. Yes, the uh, the trial at Mount Holly, right? Yeah, yeah. it ends with them being like, we couldn't. They they were like, oh, their clothes are making them float, which is just defies logic completely. Right. Everybody knows these woolen garments they're wearing are helping them float. Everybody knows (laughs) that it's a baby you grind in a paste that makes you float, not clothes. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, like it's just fucking crazy. And then they're like, oh well, well, guess we'll have to try again later. When I want to swim better in the swimming pool, I put on the biggest jacket I can have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like, it was just a way for them to be like, how can we get these ladies naked? Right, And yeah. it's so transparent to me. Like, when I read it, I'm like, oh, this is like every Tinder route I've ever had to decipher. 
We'll go out to the bay. If you stink, you're a witch. If you don't, you're a witch. When I was in high school one time, a guy was like, when you grow a pair, send me some nudes. And I was like, that's a weird way of coming out to me. Yeah. Yeah. When, when you have a set of balls, let me see them. <laughs> yeah. Like, when you get a set of testicles, I really love an image. Yeah. I'm not going to use the exact word, but there's uh, there's that old Patton Oswalt joke. It's uh, uh, like people making fun of uh, one another in high school, like bullies uh, shitting on people. And it's just like, hey, look at all that pussy, gay boy. Go get some. And I just love that. <laughs> it works better with the other word. Yeah. But, like, but, pussy always. Yeah. I fucking told you. My spouse once when he was in high school, somebody wrote pussy always on the back of his t-shirt or something to bully him. And I was like, okay, well, if I saw that, I'd be like, oh, he's getting pussy always. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think it maybe didn't have the intended effect that was fully thought of. That's why you always got to stick with butthole. Butthole? Bussy. He's a butthole always. Uh, so, so on the uh, subject of uh, making people naked during these trials... Um, there's, there's always the search for the devil's mark in, in these cases, it seems. Mm -hmm. And the, yeah. And the devil leaves a mark on, on whoever he makes love with. And it's like, and, and so that's why, you know, a lot of older women get targeted because anyone who's old has like spots appearing all over their body. And so they like have that. tissue paper skin covered yeah. in fucking liver marks. Yeah, and they're like, fucking coming apart and they're disgusting and, and their liver fucking skin is like flapping around in the wind and I'm going to no that is that's real I mean I remember oh boy what are you looking at what am I looking at no at uh, John I mean, he's... he had like a bunch of pictures of like doctors and scrubs John just, just, John just goes rogue marks. sometimes. He does. He does go rogue. Anyways, what were you saying? Ada? Um, I remember when I was in the fourth grade, I was reading about the Salem Witch Trials because I mean I've been in this game for a long time, and my dad saw that I was like reading a book about the Witch Trials, and he just said, "No, they used to think women, any women with birthmarks, were witches." I have a ton of birthmarks. Right. So he was like deliberately trying to be like, you know, you, you have could be a witch, right? Honestly, banging the devil. And I was just like, what is that? He was just like, yeah, they were a bunch of old perverts who hated women. And that was the end of the conversation. Well, at least he acknowledged that part, right? So he like dropped this like piece of information on me that was terrifying to me personally as someone who has like many moles and birthmarks. Yeah. And uh, then just peeked out of it with and no they're all, resolution. They're all caused by fucking goat people. I, I, I have a birthmark on my forearm. I don't know if it's showing up on camera. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Oh, right, right, right there. So my I have witch, a birthmark. Does that make me a witch? Yeah, One sure. I have a birthmark on Mike's taint. Does that make me a witch for him? <laughs> no. Fair. Did you put it there after you made love to Mike as your seal? Maybe I was using a familiar. You know, like we, we told you about our... I should fuck cats. 
<laughs> we told you about our relationship and confidence, and I kind of feel yeah. like it's fucked up to bring it up right now. Anyways, well, uh, Ada, would would you identify yourself as a witch? Uh, this is a yes or no question. Yeah. Okay, and and when when would you say your witch witchhood started? Oh, I was a child. Okay. What, I used you... to go into the woods and like gather herbs and shit, and like keep some jars in my bedroom. Oh. Interesting. Would, would you would you be interested at all in like going into your own like personal uh like uh story with which witchhood or or is that too much? You can um, say no, no, I mean I can. I, it's like I said, I when I was a little kid, I used to go. I would dry flowers, collect herbs, um, in the woods. I had a little book that was like told me what herbs were what. I would collect like indigenous to new england things in the woods and i had little jars of them all in my room uh i've always been very deeply connected to the earth and growing things which is also often considered a sign of a witch because it's dependence on oneself as opposed to dependence on a community or society or a social code um but as far as like my active practice now i mean i observe the wheel of the year like the, the pagan wheel of the year. I don't I don't practice like Star Hockey and like like New Age Wicca. Um although I don't have any derision towards that. That's just like someone's choice for what resonates with them. And I think that that's fine. Um that's just not me. I'm more of a solitary person. I'm a crazy plant lady. I have a lot of plants in my house. Uh so for me it's more like herbalism and things like that. But it just resonates also as like a loud opinionated feminist bitch <laughs> you know like I, it's just which, like, I, which i think is completely fair sitting beneath this uh reflexive trinity cross i have to say i don't approve of any question yeah i uh <clears throat> i don't mean to make this about me but um i <laughs> <laughs> but you do need to make it about God. Yeah, I do need to make it about God at least. Uh, Thank but you, yeah, Thank no, you. I, I think you know, like in, in my own like personal faith and belief sets or whatever. Um, one of my first uh, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Heresies against God, maybe. Um, was was just like I, I grew up and I was very in tune with like going out into the woods and like being alone for long periods of time and when I whenever I was out there I never felt like you know praying to uh, God or Jesus or anything like that I always like respected the earth and respected you know um, the cycle of night and day sort of stuff and I you know again not not saying i'm a witch or anything like that but but i do understand like that that earthly connection and and the importance of it and i think it's it's interesting and good to to explore that yeah i mean there's like the intimacy of itself in the world and i think for women especially you know i often talk about how growing up in rural maine was like a really magical time to be like a teenage girl because uh that time period has historically been written about as like the, the time in which women have, have this like magical experience 
you know, like the, all the old folklore about women seeing unicorns when they're like 13 or 14 when they're young mates and stuff like that. There's like this beautiful relationship that you form with the teacher. Um, and even in like witch lore, there's the mother, the maiden, and the, the poem. And I think that what I'm saying is when I was a young man, I fucked a goat in the woods and I'm wondering if that makes me a witch. <laughs> no, that just makes you a pervert. Was it, uh, was it Shub? I'm not allowed to say the rest of the name, apparently. <laughs> Shub inward ath. <laughs> With her thousand young? Yeah. <laughs> um, Ada is so disappointed in us right now. Yeah. Um, uh, first off, I would like to say that the, the I didn't fuck the goat as much as the goat fucked me. There you go. <laughs> There you go. That seems that sounds like a goat. I mean, goats are they they don't give yeah. a fuck about they they give that. a fuck. Have you all seen they that are, guy on TikTok? Uh, you know uh, his name is like Twink Brad on TikTok, and he's like, "Oh, I was so embarrassed the other day. I was at swim practice and I had a hard on, and I told my coach I didn't want to swim the backstroke, but my coach made me swim the backstroke. He's like, "Oh, Brad, you got a fucking hard on. Why 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 do you have a hard on right now, Brad?" And um, what I'm trying to say is that's what happened between me and the goat. Yeah, yeah, this is the guy. Oh, yeah. We can watch well, one of his videos. Let's go ahead and watch one of his videos. I think it makes him the, just the swimming on his back. Yeah, I'm so yeah. confused about that. That's the relevant best word. Reverse prone bone. <laughs> Called missionary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, look up uh, Twink Brad uh, TikTok. Okay, yeah. Well, it should be. Uh, or have we really become a podcast that just plays TikTok? I was just going to say, are we... Uh, is that like really we're, what we're doing? This is well, it might be what we're doing. I love right the now. idea of, like, little Ada running through the woods, like, smeared in mud with, like, fucking, I'm not okay! That was me! Blasting in the background. No, I know it, I know was, it was you. That's why I, I think it's so funny. I was listening to Creatures for Sweet Revenge by My Chemical Romance. Oh, hell yeah. Wearing a t-shirt that said, blame my parents. Yeah. And You're just free bleeding in the park. Just fucking like having my first menstrual experience and meeting a uniform. Yes. Oh man, to be a woman. Right. <laughs> yeah. I would trade all of the never mind. Okay. Yeah, I would trade all of my male privilege just to be a woman. Oh no, that's going to be worse. I would trade the world so. being built around me in order to be free bleeding in the woods listening to my kind of well, all I have to do is remove a pound of I, I often say that women are the luckiest sex, and I don't stand by it, but I do say it a lot. The fairest, the luckiest, <laughs> the most domineering. I am very hot and my orgasms are very intense. So, yeah. I don't know how to come. Like most women. I don't even know what half of those words mean. So. The female orgasm. Now that's a mystery. Again, just imagine uh, the Calvinist like floor with uh, the Gnostic god free bleed dragging himself across the Now that's what you're I feel like it's worth it to mention like a that like dog here's... dragging its free bleeding ass across the floor of humanity. I know that's why it's so funny. Okay, well, but with I... a land servant sun head. Like, the free yeah. bleeding aside, I do mm. want to mention that the Puritans are often viewed as a sexless society. No, they're fucking Untrue. weirdo. There creeps. was actually like they had to fuck. there was they had like all kinds of smut. 
mm-hmm. like all kinds of like erotica that you can find online. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. And they also had like doctrines that said if you didn't fuck your wife well enough, like you were failing in the eyes of God. Yeah. God bless. And if that's not a vibe. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's like it's like what I used to say back in the the dark ages before gay marriage was legal. That the only reason that uh, right wingers wanted to keep it illegal was so that they could still feel naughty when they fuck oh, their yeah, like straight sure. boys, yeah. you know. So, oh, like Jerry Falwell Jr. hiring yeah. a school boy to fuck his wife. Yeah. <laughs> so good. That's it's, great. That's, that, that was one of the most incredible things I learned. I love the, the idea. The more you accept a fetish, oh, well, the less fetishized it becomes, right? Right. Exactly. I love the idea of, of his wife paying the pool boy to fuck Jerry Falwell. Oh boy. That's the beautiful image to make. Yeah. Like it's not like weird Feeling just walked into the room and he's like this live young man, Jerry Falwell's skin is like coming off his face. He's just spread eagle on his head. Whitening herself. A, it's such a fucking cliche. That's the thing that annoyed me about it uh, the most. Is I was just like, what a cl-? like, oh my god. Is Jerry you couldn't Falwell... do any, anything more creative than your fucking pool boy, you clown. That's fair. Does Jerry Falwell, does he have old man tits that like he's meth with his pool boy. a couple inches, or are they just like, he's like a flat chest? Are you just drinking a bottle of blood for reserve? Uh, I, I forgot to grab a glass. Oh, good for you. We don't and judge John. I don't just walk off camera. <laughs> I had to <laughs> Um, shit. For, for my for my bodily needs. Mm-hmm. The bathroom is right off the kitchen. So yes. Think of, uh, what was your question again? Oh, uh, oh yeah, Jerry Falwell's tits. <laughs> oh yeah, no, are he's flat chest. Do they hang down a bit, or are they just like flat? Does he have like? Wait. Why are you asking? Wait. Because the question is if anyone knows. Wait. We've all seen him naked at some point. I just don't remember very well. I want to know how Adolf is done. Could recognize this as a Woodford Reserve bottle uh, without, without seeing being a an label. Alcoholic herself, right? Yeah, yeah, without being an alcoholic herself. I was a bartender. What? That, I knew the answer a, to that question, a, but I led I, you I, down I, a story. That, 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 that's a super convenient excuse. So here we have an example of a uh, a male oh, yeah. a male How challenging good. a woman on her virtues. <laughs> How do you know my penis looks just like a bad dragon? I work at the dildo store. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ada, when you're it getting men like drunk at the same bar... Size. Um... <laughs> She's very pointy. <laughs> yeah. Just blame it all on Ada. Um, okay, yeah, well... That's, uh, She's fine. That's my life. I'm the middle child. I'm also a middle child. I'm also a middle We child. should share stories about on a podcast. Yeah, that's wait a minute. We're all on a podcast, I think. If I have a older half sibling, yes, that's also my child, middle. Yeah, and a younger, so I am a middle child. Yeah, you're a middle child. You're you're the elder child and a middle child, just like me. We're this is uh, this is the acting out podcast. We're all witches uh, and we're all middle children. Um, well, we made 
Yeah. Yeah. I became a punk musician because I didn't get enough attention in my childhood. I just yeah. keep free bleeding on the carpet. Yeah. Um. Before Before we go, which I think we're we're maybe at the point where we should be going. Inshallah. Inshallah. Uh, um ada would you would you like to plug your music uh you you make oh, you make wonderful music oh, no no no, no, don't. no it's not no, tacky I plug things tacky every time here. You I've, listen. Actually, I've actually listened to your music and enjoyed it and that's not something that happens very often yeah you keep stealing it i hear yeah you keep listening to it on incognito son of a bitch <laughs> I keep it's meaning to pay for just it. Buy it. Every every night I walk into the room here, she punches me in the face once and says that's for Mike. I'm like, okay. I'm running out of tape. I stand up on a chair and I punch yeah, her in she, the face. She still reaches up. To to, to, to 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 put this out there. Your your band is Adult Girl, correct? Adult um, Girl. Spelled in a very A-D-L-T- fun way. A-D-L-T- G R R L, right? Am I right? E R R R L, three R's. Three R's. Sorry. Um, and three then, R's. And then you also have uh, you also have a solo project that you worked on, which Adult Girl is great, uh, but I think your solo project is uh, more artistic. I, I like it more personally, and well, and I've been stealing it using incognito. <laughs> It's only one song, babe. Yeah, but no, it's like a really good song, song, though, is what I'm saying. Um, the reason it's only one song is because we decided to record using a reel-to-reel, like, straight-to-tape recording system, and my drummer was like, we're going to do this, it's going to be great, and then we got one song done in, like, eight hours. And now you're the mountain goes. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to make 700 of those. So my lyrics are better. Oh, no, they're not! Better than John Darnielle. You're off the pod. They are, but not I don't actually feel that way. That's not true. I'm just being shitty. We're gonna bring Anarcho Goth on next. Talk about horror movies and take everything that they just sent back. Okay. Yeah, I'm down with that. Invited on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, should, should should we just start being more toxic towards our guests and just yeah. like get yeah, like, that's the plan. Like we, we, we have to bring up like more conflicts so that we can yeah. have an excuse to bring on other guests so we can yeah. have more conflicts to bring on more yeah. guests. So then, are the guests gonna have to fight each other? Yeah, I mean, well, like ideally, Anarcho God, when you end up fighting at some point, oh, uh, they'll over, win. They'll yeah. win. I competition stresses me out. Yeah, I mean, they're a cutie. Uh, but uh, but yeah yeah they'll just you you two will fight over mountain goats and we'll like laugh and cheer and like you know no children will play in the background it'll be hot. What what, what this I'm is like way this is like way too close to like a coyote ugly bar like. Huh? No 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 what I'm imagining is an octagon and and a sharpened stick in the middle of the op- octagon and uh, you know we've got them locked up and then we release the cages at the same time and whatever happens happens you know. My version of that is oh, you yeah. take a pool cue and you kind of break it right <laughs> Just... you kind of break it and you throw it in the middle so there's a chance for two weapons to appear. Yeah. Maybe one person will have both weapons. Right. Maybe one person will have a weapon that breaks, and the other person get a get a weapon. It looks real fair. Maybe both will get it's it's such a it's ooh, it really throws a lot of variables. I grew up in such a conflict ridden household that I'd probably be like, just take it, and you can kill me. It's fine. It's okay. Whatever. It's it. Sure. Oh. And then I would simply die. Well, uh, Tom. Yeah. You know what to do. So that's how that's the story yeah. ends. Yeah. I'm so, you should you shouldn't have given that away. No, let them kill me. I, it's no. fine. They're gonna they're gonna come on and be like, I love Appalachian Goth also, and John Darnell's my dad. Yeah. I've been asking <laughs> to tell me for months. I just can't bring myself. To go. 
Well, well that's a great way to end this. Um, God bless. A fruitless scam for me. Suicide pact. Ada, <laughs> thank you so much for your time today. Um, and also the, the run through yeah. and uh, education on uh, witches and witchcraft. Uh, kind of a basic overview, but but great nonetheless. And uh, I, I enjoyed the reading assignments and uh, viewing assignments you gave me. So thank you very much for that. Um, Danko, do you have anything to pitch? October 9th, the workshop comes back. Uh, that's at 11 a.m. EST. Uh, we will be beginning a rather than a quarter long seminar, a semester long seminar. So that's 16 weeks. We will have a little break in there for the holidays. Um, and uh, we're going to be forcing, forcing we're going to be focusing on correlative. Uh, so a lot of uh, William Carlos Williams, a lot of Elliot, a lot of Pound, and of course, a lot of theory. A lot, um, a lot of pound, huh? A lot of pound. Oh, no. Taking you to Ezra Pound Town, am yeah, I right? We're going to see all, all the white little petal faces on the on the Black Valley, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, so that's happening on October 9th is when that begins. Uh, you can go over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Truncata, T-R-U-A, U-N-C-A-T-A, T-R-U-N-C-A-T-A, uh, and uh, if you can't afford it, if you don't want to pay, if you have uh, any issues, just send me a message on my Instagram, uh, instagram.com slash dankbelez. You probably already know, and I will just let you in. Uh, don't worry about it. Um, you can also uh, send a message to me, and also true. I'll, I'll connect you. So Mike comes to eighty five percent of these, uh, so he he probably hook you up. I I only missed um, one actually. And I think you I think you missed two, but but it might be ninety percent in that case. Um, and it's only because I was working. I I resent you deeply. For, well, no, one was when you was were working, and one was your uh, oh, partner in the hospital. In, yeah. I, I so, slept in. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I feel a lot of resentment for both of those. Yeah, good. But no, so Mike is there for most uh, most all of them, so he can he can help you out and, and let you in. Uh, but um, we're also donating all of this last month's um, money to a. Uh, 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 social justice charity um, in place of like a Kickstarter. Uh, a friend of ours ended up passing away yeah. again because friends of ours seem to do that for some reason. Um, but uh, their survivors have requested that we give money to this. Uh, I, I think it's the EJI, the Equal Justice Initiative, or something like that. Anyway, I have posts about that on the Patreon. Um, so if you are part of it, uh, that's where your money's going. Otherwise I would suggest that people donate to that if you have free money. It, it is a really good charity. It has like really, really good uh, ratings. It uses, I think 98% of the money that they get for uh, non-overhead. So it actually all goes towards what it needs to go towards. Um, so yeah, that's all the updates. Cool. Uh, John, do you have anything to pitch? No. Cool. Uh, I, 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 I have an update. Uh, oh. I, what? I, I I won't be here the uh, week of the eleventh because you're quitting. Because uh, no, because uh, <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> the two I weeks will notice quit. should not happen on air. Just so. <laughs> oh no! Well, you know, this, 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 this is this, this, this is for uh, uh, my safety and yours. Oh, that seems like a threat <laughs> at that point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no i'm gonna go be a witch in the woods in colorado oh okay oh, yeah. yeah fucking yeah right, well uh, oh, i will be running the show on the uh the 11th then 
I do. I do have one more thing. I think it's the fourteenth. I think it's the week of the eleventh. But no, no, it's the fifteenth. That I'll be running it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, My last thing. I I mentioned it during this pod, but if you are interested in more stuff, I don't want to throw them under the bus by doing another one of these, but not giving them credit for doing the first one. But bring down the greenhouse. Awesome podcast. I did two of those with them a couple months ago talking about witchcraft they're pretty solid episodes especially the first one so if you want to go check them out i would suggest that as well yeah for uh, sure friends friends of the dungeon um, yes i, I can they have uh, a lot of projects i'll, going I'll on. link it yeah. in the uh, description of this uh, this episode uh for for more witch related things which which what oh my God, We're not stop. doing the Abbott and Costello thing, man. Fucking Christ. Abbott and Consuela. Yeah. Abuelita and Consuela. They're all podcast. giving you like different kinds of hot chocolate. <laughs> apparently i am stressing out the cat uh well everyone thank you so much for listening thus far uh please take your medicine Please take mine too. And make sure to save some for your friends.